Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Hello, hello. I hope you guys are having a great week. I have a special treat for you this week, and that is an exclusive interview with Cara Lysandra Ross, the Art Renewal Center co-chair and chief operating officer of the Art Renewal Center. The Art Renewal Center, or ARC or ARC for short, is a 501c3 nonprofit educational foundation and hosts the largest online museum dedicated to representational art and includes works by the old masters, 19th century, and 21st century artists, as well as articles, letters, and other online resources. The Art Renewal Center is the foremost and only vetting service for representational art schools, ensuring that the teaching curricula and quality of teacher and student work meet their strict standards to become ARC approved. The Art Renewal Center also runs the ARC Salon Competition, which is the largest and most prestigious competition in the world for realist artists painting, sculpting, and drawing today. With 11 categories and thousands of works competing, accumulating in a traveling live exhibition of many of the winning works, which is where I caught up with Kara. The Art Renewal Center works with other ARC allied organizations, artist groups, museums, and publications to become a central news hub for the 21st century representational art movement. I caught up with Kara at the opening of the 15th International ARC Salon exhibition, which was hosted at Sotheby's New York, New York. Let me just say, if you have a chance to go see that exhibition, it is an amazing, inspiring experience, and it is huge at 91 Works. Sotheby's is open to the public during regular business hours, and they have these beautiful galleries that you can walk through, so don't hesitate to visit if you are in the area. The show will be up till July 26th, so you can also bid on the works through Sotheby's New York as well. So without further ado, here is Kara. Hello artists, I'm here with Kara Lysandra Ross and she is working for ARC and we are here at the grand opening of the ARC Awards exhibition and uh, we are here to talk about um, what ARC does and their mission and the exhibition, everything about it. So um, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to... uh talk to you today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so tell me a little bit, Kara, about how you began your journey working for ARC. What kind of drew you into the art world? Sure. Um, well, I was actually uh, born, kind of born into it. Uh, my father um, uh, was a collector of um, 19th century European paintings. He has a, um, a master's degree in art education. Um, and uh, he, uh, during when he was being um, educated at school, he really was not taught about 19th century paintings at all. Um, the, the way that we, we know them as 
being like like the academics and the ateliers and the academy schools where they taught representational art. They really just talk about like the impressionists. Um, But meanwhile, academic art was 90% of what was being done in the 19th century. And it's like completely left out of all the history courses. And it's an amazing accomplishment what they were able to do too. Amazing. So my father with this degree, he happened to go on a trip to uh, the Clark Museum in Massachusetts. And he saw his first painting by William Bouguereau hanging there. And he was just completely floored by it. He was like, who, who is this artist? Like, doesn't look familiar to me. And he went over and he saw the name and he was like, never heard of him. And then he looked at the date and he was like, like 1875, like how, how could this have been painted? Then I didn't think anyone was doing this type of realistic type painting anymore. Right. Uh, and that kind of started him on a lifelong journey Mm-hmm. Uh, into to kind of figuring out like what happened yeah to the painting mm-hmm. like to the painting techniques and why is it being left out of the history books and uh, he ended up um, finding artists who were still painting mm-hmm. uh, this way today through that mm-hmm. kind of journey so um, my father is um, the one of the founders of the art renewal oh. center What's your Um, father's name? uh, Frederick Ross. Okay. And um, so uh, he founded um, the Art Renewal Center in 1999 along with a number of other uh, scholars. Okay. So I kind of grew up with it. Okay. Because I was was like, I was like, I don't know, like 11, 12 at the time or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and uh, so um, I I kind of grew up with it and then... um, I ended up majoring in art history and I've just always been kind of involved with um, like 19th century auction markets and art history and uh, I decided in college that I was gonna do this. Amazing. (laughs) So yeah, so I've been um, working for the Art Renewal Center since 2006. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And what is your role with them right now? So I, I basically, I'm the co-chair and I'm the chief operating officer. So I basically do all of the um, organizing uh, for the competition and the exhibition. I line up the awards, the sponsors, um, the prospectus, yeah. the, manage the entry process, and then that's a um, lot. That's a lot of work. <laughs> organizing where we're exhibiting and, and basically all the details, um, yeah. the works you know, getting all of the works in and the, yes. all that stuff. So. It's amazing. You did an incredible job. And Thank the works you. this year are just breathtaking. I was, like, really drawn into a lot of them. They're just amazing works. I'm so glad. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, we'll get a lot of people who can come and yeah. see it. It's on exhibition from, um, you know, July 16th, which was yesterday through July 26th. Okay. Amazing. And that's um, that's here at, at Sotheby's that it's Correct. Sotheby's New York. Um, uh, okay, people just come works. in? People can just come in, yeah. Okay. It's uh, now that, um, you know, the COVID restrictions have, you know, lifted, uh, it, it's open. You know, we right. weren't sure when I was planning all of this. I was so worried because yeah. we were supposed to show live last year, too. Mm-hmm. And it ended up having to go virtual because of COVID. Right. And this was almost like kind of like a gamble this year. Yeah. Because I've I been working on this since, um, like, April. <laughs> when it was still like completely locked down right so uh like april 
last like last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like hard. It was year, definitely year. hard to plan exhibitions this year because mm-hmm. it's like you never know what's going to change. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you were able to have that in person. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Work looks very different in person than on a. They always screen. do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, you know, last year we ended up doing like videos, like artist interviews and videos for the pieces in the show, mm-hmm. which was really interesting too and kind of a different way to do it. But it, yeah. it, you can't replace actually seeing right. them in person. Absolutely. So, um, so tell me about where this exhibition is going. Well, after the show here, um, it's going to be going to the um, Museum of European um, Modern Art in uh, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, those are our two exhibition venues. Okay. Um, but we are, um, so our openings today, uh, we're also having a really cool um, event here on Saturday the 24th, so um, this week from today, mm-hmm. uh, we partnered with Fashion Week San Diego, which is the longest running uh, fashion, traditional fashion week in California. Yeah. And they're coming out with their designers and models, and uh, they had, they awarded nine paintings uh, this year, we call it the FWSD Award. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been paired with uh, designers, so the designers are going to show off original couture outfits and looks inspired by <gasps> some of the paintings here. That is so amazing. Yeah. And we were able to oh do the gosh. live models. We thought we were going to have to do mannequins before, yeah. but now we can do the live models. So we're yeah. going to have live models and everything and music, and it's, it's going to be ah, really that cool. That sounds amazing. What a creative, like, synergy between, you know, fashion and art. Uh-huh. I love fashion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can tell you look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's, that sounds amazing. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you probably have to come back. back. You yeah. can, and it's, it's free, too. We just need to know who's coming. So we totally. just need to RSVP, and it's actually um, Fashion Week San Diego is taking mm-hmm. the RSVPs for that. So you can just oh, go okay. to their website, and there's, like, a, a, a link. Or if you come to our website, too, we have information about how okay. to RSVP. But. Great, and um, for those of you listening, I'll just put all those links in the show notes for you guys. Um, and, um, yeah, so tell me what's – so. The Art Renewal Center, um, just to go back to the Art Renewal Center a little bit, um, I love what you guys do. Mm -hmm. Um, So beyond this exhibition, this yearly competition and Mm -hmm. the awards and the exhibitions, what else does um, the Art Renewal Center do? Sure. Well, we're um, we're a 501c3 nonprofit educational foundation dedicated to um, uh, the reinsurgence of uh, representational art training and technique. So uh, we're the only... um, uh, we're the foremost and only vetting service for representational art schools to ensure the curriculum um, and the, the teacher work and the student work meet our strict standards to become ARC approved so people right. can trust that if they go to the art school they're going to learn right. these, you know, representational techniques and how to create works like this. Um, we have um, 78 uh, approved schools um, and all over the world right? all over the world yeah, yeah. and a, and then an additional long list of uh, like programs and mm-hmm. classes um, mm-hmm. uh, that are ARC approved um, we uh, we have we call them um, ARC affiliated artists so we host a large uh, gallery um, with um, hundreds of uh, artists works where kind of each artist has their own like virtual gallery space that they can update and manage and we're kind of the central news hub for the 21st century representational art movement we work with we have like um, tons of like allied organizations and we keep an events calendar and everyone can mm-hmm. kind of add to it to see like what's going on in the representational yes. art world yes I was um, checking it out and there's like every single day there's like at least 10 events 
Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, like all over wow. the world too. Yes, it's like exactly. Stuff, but it's yeah. Um, and uh, we do an annual scholarship competition uh, where we give out uh, thirty thousand dollars to students who um, are attending or are trying to attend ARC-approved schools. Right. Um, and we host uh, the largest online uh, museum dedicated to representational art, old masters, nineteenth century, and um, contemporary realism. Uh, because back uh, in nineteen ninety nine, you know, the internet was still very young. Right. And um, like nobody knew about the 19th century artists, so yeah. we were really like digging through archives and finding and posting for the first time high resolution images right. for these kind of unknown yes. painters yes. at the time. So mm-hmm. and we also have historical letters, articles, mm-hmm. um, artist photo, like historical artist photographs, um, like a, just a, a like kind of a like a large archive. online yeah. research and historical archive. That's yeah. amazing. So do you have like researchers and people who just work like on archival stuff? Um, initially, when we were forming the website, we did. That was mm-hmm. like one of our main focuses. Now, um, we don't have anyone dedicated to that, but there's always new content being added. Right. Um, so, we're like our, our um, technical leader, webmaster, like he handles our, our web work, but then he also like finds images too. He's actually very knowledgeable historically. Mm-hmm. Also, he's like very much like into yeah. uh, historical painting personally yes. so he was really a good fit for us yeah. um but uh but yeah we're always adding new content and then yeah. people give us articles and things to post right. that's amazing too. yeah yeah it's very all-encompassing like i can get lost on the website there's so much there <laughs> it is so. we actually did a whole restructuring of our website about mm-hmm. uh three years ago because mm-hmm. it kind of just grew organically with all these pieces right. and it kind of was like became really difficult we had like a million buttons on the home page yeah. like okay how do we like organize <laughs> right. this in a different way so right. it looks it's it's much I think it's more user friendly now yeah um that's awesome yeah and um so so this is going to Spain you said right yes it's it's going to Spain and um and then you're going to start accepting um entries entries in November yes so we're we're the largest competition in the world for representational art um we had 4,941 entries this year from 83 countries and spanning six continents wow and yeah it's big um and uh, we'll be accepting entries from november 1st through uh february 16th i believe um uh so yeah so if you're an artist and you do representational work we have 11 categories um like figurative portraiture drawing still life landscape plein air painting animals fully from life and we have a uh, special category for teens imaginative um, realism imaginative realism can't forget that one the, yeah that's a great category that is um, yeah i was looking at the um i really liked the snow white one a lot of my work is about amazing? yes a lot of my work is about fairy I tales that. so i was like Ooh, that's amazing i love the perspective on that yes um and the detail it's very lush mm-hmm. yeah so oh and sculpture did i say sculpture no you didn't okay sculpture. so that's the 11th okay okay <laughs> amazing and um, so you're accepting that, so artists, you can submit to that, and um, that is coming right up. And then I also just wanted to ask you, what is it that you love about art, specifically realism? Well, it's, um, it's it communicates mm-hmm. visually. Like, I feel like a lot of modern, like, modernist art, which is, like, very abstract, um, 
you, you, it's like you know colors or shapes or but there's like it's like so much open for interpretation like yeah. you really have to read what the artist said and then be like oh you know I can kind of see that or right you know oh now I get it but if you have to use words to really explain the painting it's not communicating visually which is the whole purpose of visual arts is to communicate visually yeah and um you know representational art it, it uses a universal language because it doesn't matter where you're from or what language you speak you know if you see a painting of a beautiful warm summer's day you're going to be able to relate to that you don't need anyone to explain that to yeah. you and it doesn't matter where you're from right um and the same goes for like paintings of like love or grief like you know or if you see you know someone like grieving over the death of a child you know yeah. you're gonna be able to relate to that yeah and so it's it's a universal language mm -hmm. um which i think you know is just um it's something that's really beautiful that, yeah Absolutely. that we can share across like the entire world is that we can look at look at each other's art and mm -hmm. appreciate it that way absolutely i i totally agree that that is the most magical thing about art is that it can communicate and that it also it really records the human experience mm -hmm. too and um, it brings it together or it has the potentials mm -hmm. to it's a so. record of time place and the human exactly. culture yeah. yes exactly mm -hmm. also um, it's such an expression of the artist's like views and lifestyle and you know exactly and that's what I say too because um, you know sometimes representational art it's, it's becoming less and less but definitely like for a very long time it was accused of kind of being like oh you're just copying like what you know the old masters did it's not original it's not new and it's like how can you possibly say that like it's about contemporary life if you're an artist and you're painting representationally today how could it be anything other than an expression of today's society yeah. because you're living in today's society yeah. so it's it just you know and there's so many things that like the world is so different now mm -hmm. than it was, you know, over a hundred years ago. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's like the idea that like it's all been done. It's like how can you possibly say that? There's so much, right? And know. there's, you know, what? There's some things like a lot has changed, but humans really haven't changed. Like humans across the centuries, like the human nature doesn't mm -hmm. change very much, which is also historically significant. So mm -hmm. you know, if there are things in common like love or grief that that are the same as centuries ago that's historically significant we can say these are things that we have always had in common yes. yeah that's still hold true yes. so yeah you know and then it becomes timeless and it becomes timeless yeah amazing i love it mm -hmm. okay so my last question is about the jurying process so i know a lot of the artists are going to be very sure. curious about this so what is it that the um, art renewal center is looking for when they're jurying works so we have, like I said, we have 11 categories, mm -hmm. um, and then we have um, four jurors per category. Mm -hmm. Some jurors overlap and might do a couple categories. We have different jurors on different categories, and we rotate jurors mm -hmm. every year. And we have, um, we usually try to have two artists mm -hmm. um, who are, um, you know, famous or prominent for the type of art that they're jurying, right. Right. and then two um, like more like scholars you know authors and historians okay um on a category and um and also like um like heads of schools or other you know prominent positions in the art world mm -hmm. um and um really um first and foremost it's always um technique and we're very uh open to to different techniques as long as they're representational so if it's impression more impressionistic or like hyperrealism or fully from life mm -hmm. um, where it's a little more natural or like Sargent-esque, like those are all acceptable mm -hmm. types of styles right. that are accepted to the competition, but it has to be 
like well done technically. Right. So whatever style they choose, it's like the top of their game. Exactly. Like it should be, you know, um, you know, technically proficient. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then, um, you know, we're very open as far as subject matter. I really want the competition to stay, and it, it, it is currently. It's it's really just like a, a record of of like what's going on, right? Yeah. So like I don't I don't judge on subject matter mm -hmm. ever. Like you want it to be, um, you know, a good composition, a good perspective, mm -hmm. technically, you know proficient uh, you want everything to harmonize and be um, express something mm -hmm. but as far as what it's expressing that mm -hmm. is totally left up to the artist right. <laughs> you know okay yeah um, uh, and the reason why we have so many jurors too is um, because they're obviously when you get to the end they're the technical quality is so high that you're no longer being like oh yes this work is technically better than the other right. like these are all How amazing words yeah so that's why we have multiple jurors on a category okay. and everything's done um, like we don't give any really information to the jurors other than the basic painting information and not the artist name we don't include mm -hmm. the artist name it's just they're jurying based on um, we give them the title mm -hmm. um, the dimensions the medium mm -hmm. um, but we want uh, we want the jurors to really just judge the art independently from mm -hmm. any other uh, yeah. yeah so that's that's really helpful to know because mm -hmm. I feel like some artists feel that oh, um, big name artists get like all the attention right but yeah. you're saying that um, you know everybody has a fair chance because like mm -hmm. the names are taken out of it yes we so. don't let jurors see names mm -hmm. until after the yeah. jurying's complete okay um, and uh, so yeah so um, I'm just trying to think. So there's obviously some personal, like obviously it's at some point it's going to become somewhat yeah. subjective because mm -hmm. at the end everything's so technically amazing. Right. Uh, but that's why we have four jurors on a category and everything scores are average. So the jurors vote completely independently. We have this massive like um, adjudication system where each image is ranked on, like uh, we have the we have multiple we have an initial round of adjudications mm -hmm. where we select semifinalists and everything's ranked on a score from one to five. And then we do a second round of adjudications and everything's ranked on a score from one to 10. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's how we get our finalists. And then we also um, then do another adjudication round with the top 20 works in each category to select for second, third place and um, our honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, um, you know, and then we actually, we have, um, like this year we had 23 jurors on the category, mm -hmm. on the categories, and so all 23 end up mm -hmm. voting for best in show, mm -hmm. and we take the top um, five uh, works in each category, get mm -hmm. put up for consideration for best in show among all 23 okay. jurors. Um, very, sounds very mathematical. It's very mathematical. Yes, that's good, that's good. Yeah, very organized. Yeah, and then we do offer like tons of partnering awards. So this year we worked with eight different magazines who all awarded features in their um, publications. Mm -hmm. um, we had like the FWSD award we talked about. Right. Um, we, um, we work with, um, we've been working for a number of years now with uh, Race Contemporary Galleries in New York who yeah. select artists to yeah. do um, like an exhibition sale with them. And we're always doing like different types of awards. And then like mm -hmm. stuff pops up too. Like right. this year we ended up having 32 works from the exhibition, or no, 23, 23 works uh, selected to go on to the Lunar um, Codex oh time capsule. Yes, yeah. I have a lot of friends who are on that. Yes. Oh, very cool. It's yeah. so cool. Um, so it's just it's so cool because now they're gonna have like this work engraved and mm -hmm. um, you know sent to the moon to basically be yeah. like recorded for all time. And it's like the first art on the moon, right? 
it's the most substantial collection of um, art is like an archive in 50 years that's been sent to the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't Amazing. know what it was before. That's just like yeah, the blurb I know about yes. it. But, <laughs> but it's really cool. It is really cool. Um, yeah, poets, artists. I'm part of poets, artists, and a lot of my friends are as oh, well. Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah. Um, They're I great. just had to like throw that name in there because <clears throat> I know that Dee Dee will be happy. So, yes, um, and she was. She's one of the magazines who partnered with mm-hmm. us this year as well. She's yes. been partnering us. This is a, a, a few years now. She's been working with us. I know she's. We're doing it again for the 16th right. salon too. So Amazing. Very yeah. cool. I'm always looking for new cool words like some, like just any way to promote the artists. Um, right. And this year too, with Sotheby's, we're, we're having this um, groundbreaking online auction for um, important. 20, contemporary real is important 21st century works mm-hmm. it's called mm-hmm. um, which is amazing because it's exposing the artist to you know Sotheby's clients and collectors oh and yeah like, definitely you know so we're we're, we're really excited about the that's the very sale. cool yeah. when is that? it's happening currently so oh, bidding's okay, open mm-hmm. and it closes I believe 2pm mm-hmm. on, um, on, on July 26th okay. bidding will close okay great and um, if there are any collectors listening and who really admire everything that you guys are doing about mm-hmm. this, how can they support the organization? Um, well, I'd love for you guys to see the paintings, okay. you know, like, yeah. come, like either come in and see the show, um, look at the, um, you can go to our website, um, www.artrenewal.org, uh, and, um, you know, check out our exhibition page. We have all the works from the show in there. We actually have, um, you know, about half the show is available for sale, and then we have 28 in this online auction, which you can find on the Sotheby's auction calendar, and we also have links all over our website, you know, to bid, and that way you support us and the artists, so, right. and, you know, and you get something for it, because you get to yeah. take home a beautiful work of art, Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously we take donations and stuff too, but honestly, right. like, I just love connecting collectors with works of art, right. I, I prefer to, uh, yeah. to do it that way. There's something really special about, like, finding a, um, a home for a work of art that's going to be cherished mm-hmm. and like really taken care of yes it's really special yes and I know for the artists too I mean obviously mm-hmm. they want the support financially mm-hmm. but f- for a lot of the artists too I've spoken to they're like it's just so you know life-affirming yeah that they're doing the right thing when mm-hmm. you know someone really falls in love with one of their pieces and it's moved by right. you know their personal expression that way it's like so important for the artists yes it's, it's really special, really elevates the work, and I know that, I've talked to artists about this, like, it's like a fear that, like, it'll end up in a thrift shop or something oh, like no. that. <laughs> um, so this is amazing that you guys are really elevating mm-hmm. everything that these artists are doing, and um, it should be, and I think that that's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Yes, you are so welcome. All right, thank you so much. I so appreciate your time. Absolutely. It was a great um, speaking with you today, and I will be checking out everything that the Art Renewal Center has to offer. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.